The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. What up, gangsters? My name is Inigo Montoya. Movies that you get Shawshank by. Come on, do it, kill me! I guess I just miss my friend. Shawshank. And on your 50th viewing, Shawshank. This movie is everything. Shawshank. Kiss masks, Lee Trevino, Shawshank. One on a black man named Chump, Shawshank. Oh my goodness, and we're back, and we are all deaf. So thank you for that, David. <laughs> Our producer, David, starting us off with a loud uh, reintroduction. Here we are, season three, episode three of Shawshank here on the Pod 617 Boston Podcast Network. I'm your host, Uncle Buck. And thank you for joining us. We actually origi- got the original band back together for this one, if you can believe it. Let's start to my right. Maddie Blake is here. Why are you unpopular with the Chicago Police Department? Why don't you just shut the fuck up and leave me alone? Oh, all right. Uh, Nick, Nikolai Stevens? Oh, I think I have a frush. <laughs> what the fuck is a frush? <laughs> Georgie Kip? This is going to be a beauty. Go ahead, George. What hey. the fuck are Robster Cross? <laughs> How's that not the greatest swear in history? Yeah. Hey, you, get your damn hands off her. You guys really think I should swear? Yeah, god damn it, George, swear. Oh, that's pretty oh, good, Kip. Nice. Hey. Hey. I thought it was going to be like, I'm um, fucking BB-8. <laughs> oh, I'll remember that. Yeah, oh, by the way, NSFW, this podcast. Yeah. I'm actually mad that he did an actual regular open. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I know, right? A very uh, Merry Christmas, movie house. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's uh, two shows in a row, non-racist uh, open from Kip. Well done. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> that's an improvement. That's an improvement. Yeah, remember the Asian one? The Boston <laughs> yeah, podcast I remember it. Lawyer yeah. is not happy. Right. Um, I won't talk. Remember so one of the things that we talk about as big movie fans here on the on the pod is is when we do movie quotes, so many of them involve swears. So we started talking and thought to ourselves, what are our favorite swears <laughs> in movies? Right, mm-hmm. Kevin? We sure did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sure did. We sat down and had an organic conversation. Hey, what are your favorite swears in movies? What are yours? <laughs> know, we talk they about a lot different. of shit. Our threads, yeah. our conversations about... The different little things in movies. Are, they're are, not normal. Are, no, they're yeah. not normal at all. And I don't know where this one came from, but a lot of times the topics for Shawshank Podcast sort of spin out from something else we're talking about tangentially. Last episode, which I thought was a, a hoot, and if you've missed it, go back in the iTunes archives and listen to it. It was our disappointing sequels, which spun out of a text argument amongst all of us about Creed Two and Lego Movie Two. Right, right. Which I liked. <laughs> Which caused us to start swearing. Which, exactly. Said, you know what? And then and we're like, let, let's fucking talk about let's our do this. Swears. Yeah. Uh, but, the fucking craggles. <laughs> but then, as we're compiling all of our swears, we decided to come up with our 20 uh, for this show 20 favorite swears in movies and their uses. And then this will be a two part episode. So we'll have 20 more coming in episode two. Great. I guess we'll have 40 total. So before we get started, though, and they're not ranked in any particular order. Thought you guys would find it interesting mm-hmm. that uh, the movie and you mentioned it earlier, um, the movie, <laughs> the movie with the most swears. <laughs> yes, the movie. No, the movie with the most swears of all time is the Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. Okay, well, is that you true? Took, you took I the guess so. Right there. Oh wow! Uh, no, but Gone with the Wind is yes. credited with being the first movie with a swear. Oh really? What is it? Damn. Oh, I know. Remember when he goes, uh, "You fucking cut." <laughs> <laughs> Love that scene. So good. That was actually one of the outtakes, I believe. <laughs> right? <laughs> Scarlet, come here. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Welcome back, Red, Maddie. Red, if you ever talk to me again that way, I'll strangle you with your own cock. Give me a cigarette. <laughs> well, what the help do it? Uh, <laughs> but actually, well, I guess we're all gone with yes. the fucking wind. Yes. But uh, they can. They, they have swears, actually, that they've done research back into the 20s, you can believe that. The first F-bomb mm-hmm. ever recorded in a film. Silent movie. Uh, <laughs> the artist. <laughs> Ulysses from 1967 is credited with the first Who the F-bomb. hell is in Ulysses? Yes. I don't know. It's a good one, though. Wait, is that an adaptation of James Joyce? I'll show myself out for knowing that. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. Uh, but, the, yeah, the Wolf of Wall Street the recently big brain on broke, yeah. uh, the, broke the record for most swears. So uh, why don't we go ahead and start our swear countdown mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with number 10 from Maddie Blake. Maddie, what is your 10th favorite swear in movie history? Well, you know, Buck, with these lists, I always try to think about them and come up with like my way of doing it. Great story. <laughs> so, oh, God, I missed that. 
And so uh, for this list, how I decided to do it, fellas, is swears used as art. Like the impact of, it could even just be one word or it could be a flurry in some of my uh, list. But just like where it was so impactful and where I could just, the scene wouldn't be the same without that word or words. Uh, so, So the TV version is terrible. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, and it's like it's not just uh, it's shock just, value. It's, it's like actually good script writing, and and it's a great performance by the actor. And the way he uses that curse word just gives it so much more. It emphasizes right. yes. a, a sentence, mm-hmm. or it's used for comedic purposes. So to that end, my number ten, I'm going to go with. It's not. It's it's my least offensive word on my list, but it's the great Jack Nicholson in court. On trial. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did! Awesome. If he had said fucking, if he had said shit, anything else wouldn't have worked. <laughs> if he had said like, shitting, yeah. Good old well. God damn. Oh, and, the, yeah, and he says dude. it like a Marine. He gets that Marine cadence at the end. His voice lowers a register. It's a masterclass in acting, masterclass in screenwriting. I love it. A good old fashioned God Nicholson damn. Nicholson only had, what, three or four scenes in that whole movie. Yeah. I know. Right. That's Sorkin, too, I think. And I think right? he still got yeah. an Academy Award, didn't he? He got nominated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Tom Cruise's uh, complete uh, restrained performance. Daniel Kelly. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what does she win? <laughs> A court martial. <laughs> All right, let's keep, let's keep moving on uh, on moment. our list. Nick, what is your number 10 swear in movies? Well, you have to put a movie with Joe Pesci will appear in this list several times. You got to put a De Niro in there. You got to put Joe Pesci. And, of course, you have to have a Scorsese movie. Salute, Tommy. One more shines, Billy. What? I said no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. Uh, I don't shine shoes anymore. Oof. Relax. What are you for crying out? What's, what's got into you? I'm breaking your balls a little bit. That's all. I'm only kidding with you. Sometimes I mean, you don't sound like you're kidding. You know, there's a lot of people around. I mean, I'm only kidding with you. We're having a party. I mean, I just came home. I haven't seen you in a long time, and I'm breaking your balls, and you're right away you're getting fucking fresh. I'm sorry. I don't mean right. to offend you. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No problem. Okay. Salud. I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mutt! I mean, come on. Write the exchange. Go home and get your fucking shine box, motherfucking mutt. You see how crazy Pesci is. It's an incredible performance. I had no idea what a shine box was at that point. I still don't own one, but I kind of want to at this point. Now I feel like I'm kind of... Exactly. Now now I'm kind of talking like one of those. I mean, it's just one of the great exchanges in movie history. It'll never not be funny to tell your friend, go home and get your fucking shine box. You know what, Buck and I talked about this a little before we started the podcast. If we had another one from that movie... How about the line from Michael Imperioli? Uh, why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy? Yeah. And then Tommy turns around and fucking blasts him. And kills him. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That, and that's a, yeah, that's a huge turning point in the movie. Right. Just right. the fact that even, does he not swear, does that even happen? Yeah, right. And, and Scorsese movies are so great at like, every character makes a decision. And it's like, that decision seals his fate in that mm-hmm. moment. And that guy doubling down, there's a pause, there's a beat. He could have let it go. They both yep. apologize. He doubles down. Go get your fucking shine box. Seals his fate. Yep. yep. Dead. 100%. Dead. All right, let's move on to George Love and Kip. It. George, what's your number 10? I think there are two great rants in in, uh, in swears in, in 80s films. One of them is from National Lampoon's Vacation from Chevy Chase. Yeah. And they're about to go to Wally World. But shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Normie will understand when he sees the note we pin on Edna's sleeve. Sure, Clark. You left his dead mother tied to a lawn chair in his backyard. I'm sure he won't mind. Look, it's all over and done with. We'll find a place to stay for the night and we'll start fresh in the morning. It's fine. 
I don't want to be in the car anymore. I want to go home. I don't want to go to Wally World. Clark, under the circumstances, I wouldn't mind if we just went home. In retrospect, it seems like a pretty bad idea driving out. It's been one disaster after another. Yeah, it's been a real drag, Dad. Maybe we can try it some other time. Wally World's overrated anyway. What do you think? I think you're all fucked in the head. <laughs> ten hours from the fucking fun park and you want to bail out. Well, I'll tell you something. This is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. It's a quest for fun. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. We're all going to have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your assholes. That's the line. i got to be crazy. I'm on a pilgrimage to see a moose. Praise Marty Moose. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god is there anybody see, with a better tirade than, oh, than no. Chevy Chase in these movies think about Christmas Vacation that movie right there in that one what scene in that one yeah. rant in that one scene and rant right there there are ten times as many laughs in that sequence than there are in ten reviewings of Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Good day, sir. Wow. Nick's still not oh, a fan of Christmas still Vacation. Still hates Christmas Vacation. Wow. So crazy. Whistling doodah out of our assholes. That's a popular opinion than uh, yeah. not liking Anchorman, I'll tell you that. Oh, Buck, what do you got? I'm going to go with my number ten. Great this choice, is from uh, my favorite, one of my favorite movies, Stripes. Yes, you speak some English. Son of bitch. Shit. Yes. So I love this. So Harold, this movie uh. starts basically. You're introducing the characters. Uh, you know, Bill Murray's a cab driver. Harold Ramis is just trying to get by as a uh, uh, English teacher to a bunch of foreigners, <laughs> and he cannot get, cannot get anybody to recognize any English. So finally, he says, "Anyone know any English at all? Anything?" And this guy raises his hand, and, and of course, the great one of the great comedic things is when the foreigner only knows profanity. So that's uh, my number 10 from Shreds. Now, as a kid, since my dad would let me watch anything at home, basically, and took me to movies that were f wildly inappropriate for the tender age of 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever, when Star Stripes came on in 1982 on, this was pre-HBO, so we had, like, the little box that got, like, the Star Channel, which only had, like, two movies a day, and then on the weekends they'd have the premium movies. And when he let me watch Stripes, and I saw A, boobs, <laughs> and then B, and then B, I heard swears. I was like, I have to be the luckiest fat eight-year-old oh in God. the yeah. entire South Shore of Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, stripes! Yeah. Stripes will always hold. Oh yeah, and, and get and out of here with your takes about the last third falls right. apart with the war movie. Give me a break. And as I learned right, in my Jerry. childhood, uh, as I learned in my childhood, w when you see boobs, it's always uh, replete with tons of swears. Yes, mm. right. That's why, like, your mother was like, "Get out of the fucking bathroom." <laughs> Go shit somewhere else, you freak. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on here. Maddie, what is your number nine? Uh, number nine is on the heels. I was going to save it, but since Georgie just did what he did with Clark Griswold, appropriately for the theme of the podcast, I call this one, Fuck You, Nick Stevens. <sighs> hey. If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, <laughs> I have one. I like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there in Melody Lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood... Sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is! <laughs> Hallelujah! Holy shit! <laughs> There's the laugh in that movie. Uh, but, 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 but what's... Uh, spotty-lipped. Okay, but what is four-flushing? I oh, never no. know Who what the hell four-flushing is. And, and the, he and was it, on a roll. Yeah, it, no. goes on, it goes on, Spotty and, and uh, it gets almost better when he, he does the whole tap dancing with Danny fucking K and all yeah. that. I mean, it's, a, it's an epic rant. It's it fantastic. Really it's Chevy Chase at his best. Uh, Nick, let's go on to your number nine. Uh, this swear needed to be put in here because I don't think a line with a swear ever was the elevator pitch or the reason a movie was made, mm. except... In the case of this, Sam Jackson. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's the whole movie. That's it. It's the whole they movie. sold the movie. It was Great called call. Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. And the whole yeah. pitch was him just saying, yeah. I've had it 
with this motherfucking snake. <laughs> that became like a cultural uh, thing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like you, you know, what's replace before, it with everything. And, and we That's didn't have gifs. We didn't have like gifs, right? Gifs or memes back then. Right. But that was like one that we just like you know oral history. We just passed on to each other. Like, yes. like you'd see your friend and be like, "What's up? I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking like, yes. plane." It became a, a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. Great call. That should be on this list absolutely because that is a huge use of a swear that that transcended the movie that it was right. in. Yeah. Yeah. And remember going to see the movie because like you got so hyped because of the trailer and hearing the swear? Yeah. And then you were like, wow, <laughs> I'm tired of paying $15 at a New York City movie <laughs> yeah. theater for this fucking yeah. Yeah. bull snake in a theater. Yeah. It's yeah. T- It sucks. It was, yeah. Yeah. But great line. on the movie poster. Right. Know? And Sam Jackson is so, yeah. so well known for that motherfucker. Right. Mm-hmm. Top five, like if we had a quick sidebar list, sidecast, uh, top five swearing actors. With oh. Sa- like Pesci's well, on there, Sam Jackson's got to be on there. But Jackson really only uses motherfucker. Like how? But he uses it to such yeah, great effect. He's such a, a great yeah. Chevy. 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 Maybe yeah, now right. we're realizing. Certainly, George. Let's go on to yeah. your number nine. Yeah. So I think this was probably considered the first horror comedy from 1987. It's the Lost Boys, and this scene is the perfect, mm. uh, the per- the perfect statement for uh, swear. In horror comedy. Holy shit! It's the attack of Eddie Munster. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> Every, <laughs> everyone remembers that one. What was that? Holy shit! It's the attack of Eddie Munster. It's the holy little... shit! It's the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> it's horror comedy. Uh, the kid yeah. turned into a vampire. <laughs> right. rem- Shut up! Nick. Oh man, how many times have I been in a Patriots <laughs> game and I've been like, oh, holy shit! It's the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> Walk into a bathroom, somebody blew up, and holy right. shit! It's the attack of Eddie uh, Munster. Yeah. Uh, one of the Corey like movies cre- has to be my, represented. My on wife, here. she goes crazy <laughs> shopping. I get the credit card bill. I open it up. Holy shit! It's the attack of Eddie Munster. <laughs> Sick of these motherfucking Eddie Munsters <laughs> on this motherfucking you know podcast. What? You know what? I can't win right. even when it comes to the curses, <laughs> man. Nope. 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 George, Kevin, and Ken. Right. Fuck. Is it Fuck. Okay? You're a female uh, Phil Hartman dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> David started incorporating drops now. It's I hot. Love, I, I do like hot. David's drops. They are good. Uh, all right. For my number nine, I'm going to go with the big Lebowski, David. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. I am the walrus. That's ex- shut the fuck up, Donnie. Donnie, shut the fuck up. When do we play? Thank you, Donnie. You're like a child who wanders in, in Walter, the middle of a movie and wants to know. Walter, what's the point, man? Come on, Donnie, let's go get us a land. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. An Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Wait in the car, Donnie. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Donnie. I mean, John John Goodman and Steve Buscemi in, in Big Lebowski, you know, his belittling of poor Donnie through the entire film, and then his point, his pointed tribute as he's uh, flipping over the Folgers can and dumping <laughs> Donnie into the abyss. Donnie, who loved the Pacific Ocean. Uh, that was weird. I never saw Big Lebowski. <laughs> You're lying. I what? swear, I never saw Big Lebowski. What? To this day? Yeah. Oh, cool. I still haven't oh, seen it. Nice oh, nice swear awesome. from the Lost Boys. Yeah, Lost Boys swear <laughs> is never seen Lebowski. He's on a fucking movie <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You've never seen the Big really? Lebowski? No. Oh, why? He's the dude, right? The dude? Because Chris Pratt doesn't ride a velociraptor in it? Look. Because there's no choral uh, 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 gang fight of choral singers? (laughs) Yeah, because Anna Kendrick doesn't tell Rebel (laughs) Wilson to sing out of her asshole? (laughs) When I'm gone. When I'm fucking gone. Let's, 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 if we may, mystery. You know who's a disappointing sequel? You. Uh, we have our our, our favorite mystery guest. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mystery guest is here. Mystery guest is here. Uh, mystery guest. I'm just tallying in my mind the amount of films that Kip has not seen. Classic films. Uh, Godfather, Godfather, Blues Brothers, and Big Lebowski. Blues oh, Brothers, geez. Big Lebowski. Godfather Part Two. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the. In fairness. None of these are ever on basic cable. Thank you, Jerry. No, Big Lebowski is running nonstop on Viceland, and George has no idea. Everybody has. If you have CNN, you have fucking Viceland. Nick never saw the Sandlot. Twenty-seven times a day. Wow, the Godfather and the Sandlot in a sentence together for the first time ever. All right, let's keep let's keep this thing rolling, shall we? Uh, Maddie, what is your number? Why do I even talk? I don't know why. It's like Pope Francis going, you know what? The Bible? Never read it. Just <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never got to it. Been meaning to pick it up. I, uh, Old Testament, New Testament. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, a film that I referenced in... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I love this movie. I've called it on this very podcast, mm-hmm. in my estimation, 
the greatest action film of all time and one of my favorite swears ever uttered in the moment it was uttered. It was perfect. Didn't see it. Ugly motherfucker. Right? Oh, perfect. Perfect. I remember <laughs> seeing that in the theater, you know, how old I was, and just like, yes. And and it's and it's 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 Arnold. It's like the Arnold way doing he says Arnold it. Cursing. You know what I mean? Like anyone else. Actually, Nick, that might be a little precursor in a weird sort of way to snakes on a plane. You know, kind of a sticky use of the F word. Sick of these motherfuckers on this motherfucking plane, and you're one ugly motherfucker in the 80s. But it was also a, a great impact. It, yeah, and we didn't hear Arnold swear that much, and right. another Arnold swear will, spoiler alert, appear shortly on my list. But it was used to great comedic effect. It yes. broke the tension, and the last thing you expected was like a, a swear used to comedic effect in this incredibly tense moment where you thought Bingo. Dutch was going to die. And also, can we talk about how well the Predator is held up as a horrific uh, a special effect? Yep. Like to this day, that movie's made what, 86? 86, yep. 87. Okay, 86, 87, whatever. I, I can't think of a movie since then where a creature has been more disturbing to look at. Yeah, and, true. and it doesn't look fake at all. It looks completely biological. It's like one of those Rick Baker creations, though, and back when they used to actually make real movie monsters. Right. And like the, the first dinosaur you costume. see in Jurassic Park, like the, the, the face with the dilating eye, it's real. That's why Dude, it looks real. And those disgusting talon teeth, and then they open up and that. And, it, what else could you say? But you are one George. Ugly George, that was a, perfect. Th George, that was like a Bijan Frise growling. That was Michael Winslow <laughs> doing the Predator. Oh, let's hear it again. <laughs> Do it again. Let's hear. Yeah. Let's hear Michael, Michael Winslow, Winslow doing the Predator. That's perfect. Chewbacca. Wow. Chewbacca. I wasn't. That was Chewbacca. <laughs> Why am I horny? <laughs> All right. Uh, it's not a motherfucking tumor. Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you're up with your number eight. Uh, an Adam Sandler movie made it in here, and with good cause. Uh, this was a last-second addition to my list, and to this day, this exchange between one of my favorite, two of my favorite characters of all time are in this movie. Of course, the great Chubbs, mm. who was mentioned in the opening of this, <laughs> and the great Shooter McGavin. Oh, you're on. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? It's so no. juvenile. <laughs> no. It's so stupid. But like, it's exactly what all of us would want to say back if we were a guy who gets a running start to hitting a golf ball and is trying to make money for his grandmother and wears a Bruins jersey and fights Bob Barker. <laughs> it's a perfect comeback for happening. You eat right. pieces of shit for breakfast. Like, it's just great. This movie uh, God. everything. Pieces of shit for breakfast. Here's a great buck. Here's back. a great testament to these swears. Do they all still make us laugh upon replay? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, a tangential uh, relation to Arnold mm -hmm. uh, in in is it Commando? Yeah, with with uh, Mac who Mac from Predator. Mm -hmm. He says, uh, "I eat I eat green berets for breakfast," and he goes, <laughs> "And right now I'm very hungry," <laughs> which kind of reminds me of that line. Yeah. All right, Kip, you're up on your number eight. I gotta redeem myself here. Why don't we talk about from Cars Two? Here comes. <laughs> Get out of my fucking way, Lightning McQueen. <laughs> <laughs> Who could ever forget? How about Denzel Washington Ooh. in Training oh, Day? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches, huh? You think you can do this shit, Jay? You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Shoe program, nigga. 23-hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go on, walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Damn. Oh, is, he, is he not a national treasure? Can I just say, now hearing that again, My I, God. I, I love, now I need to watch this movie again. That movie is it's fantastic. A it's a tough good watch. Shit in that movie it's a too. damn good oh, movie. Yeah, he dude. just, you know what? Great. This is not, I for the longest time thought that was his make good Oscar. That was the one that they should have given they, him for umpteen other performances. You know what? He earned it in this Yeah, movie. he did, oh, dude. Damn so good. He did, and he, he, type he gets that fucking, he's charming. 
And then in the next scene, he's absolutely terrifying. He's brutal. He man. gets that kind of lazy eye, evil look on him, and he's terrifying. Ah, my man. And 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 uh, you're right, Ethan Hawke's great <laughs> because he because he's forced to enjoy a lot of crap. Ooh. Uh, it's funny though that movie is an uncomfortable watch. Right, as great as it the, is, like the apartment scenes. No, no, oh, Snoop, Dre. Is there more like when yeah, he's with man. the gang? You mean? Oh my god! And they put but him in the tub. In the tub? I, can't, I, also, can't, uh, I can't even. Didn't we also get to see Ava Mendes's boobs? Okay. Wow. So well, that's our second Nick, Nick's boobs. You went too far. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I got a boob ding. Nice. Oh, thank you. That's a good, yeah, that's a good new, uh, new feature. I want to make that a t-shirt. I got a boob ding. <laughs> All right, Kip. We like that number eight from you. Let's Thanks. go to my number eight from Pulp Fiction. Sorry. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let's imagine it it's played. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. That's no, fine. Uh, what is the swear? What is it? It's uh, Samuel Jackson with his wallet. It's yep. a bad, bad motherfucker. motherfucker. Okay, yep. So again, Samuel L. Jackson See? stole with, with your wallet. With the, mother, <laughs> with the motherfucker. But what's so great, it's so iconic, he's so well known for that, that they even end uh, Avengers Infinity War with him going, mother, and he, Before he yeah. disappears. Yeah. Right? You're so used gets to him. Dusted. In fact, uh, in the previous movie, Captain America Civil War, that's on his tombstone, too. Is Ezekiel, you know, the whole thing from, from uh, Pulp oh, Fiction. Really? That one. Yes. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. badass. All right, so let's go to our number seven. Uh, Maddie, what do you got for number seven? This is the film that I referenced in the intro. Um, God, one of just my favorite kind of improv. I don't think it was improv, though. Loose use of cursing between Lo- two. Loose use? Loose use of cursing between two actors at the top of their games. Jack, you're a grown man. You have control over your own words. You're goddamn right I do. So here come two words for you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> How many times? Oh, my I've, God. I've, I've That's seen such that. a great line. Dude, the scene, there, there's a scene in that film. I can film. see De Niro squinting when he's saying uh, it, too. My God. Why, 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 why here come two words for you. Why, why, why you they, 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 they're, they're on the s- bus, right? Yes, they're sitting oh. next to you on the bus, and, and the camera never moves. It's a one shot, and it's just them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, Charles Grodin, relentless. Why are you unpopular with the Chicago Police Department? Why are you? You got to quit smoking. Stop smoking. Is it, and De Niro just is apoplectic. Why, why don't you just shut the fuck up and leave me alone? And it's just, it's there's. If Maddie, you, you don't, you really don't think that that was improv? Because there are a couple <laughs> moments there when De Niro is, he, he almost like he's searching for a line. He's searching for what uh, Jack Walsh would say. You know, right? You know, he's right. He, he's going. Why don't you just <laughs> exactly do, take a nap? Do whatever you gotta do. Just uh, and if I could uh, paraphrase. Clarice from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that's what makes it so grand. <laughs> you don't know if they're improv or not. It's fucking genius. Can I also uh, just mention, just for film history buff fun, who was on a better run than the director of this movie? Midnight Martin run. Brest came off 1985. <laughs> that's the third Martin 1985, speaking of great movies with comedic timing and swears, Beverly Hills Cop, and he follows up Beverly Hills Cop with Midnight Run. That's a hell, that's a two-movie stretch. That's, a, that's a run I, I thought right that there. was his best, best um, directorial I just want to say this real quick. Play the, play the Lost Boys line again. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say this. The other day, uh, because I put this on the list, I made my son, Mad Max, watch this movie. Yeah. And uh, there's not a lot in it for a 14-year-old in today's society. It's, it looks very 80s. Although Sydney, I'm going to stab you in the heart with a fucking pencil. He loved it. He, was, he did? Oh, cool. He was wrapped. And, and I just want to say, out of all the films we've talked about on these podcasts, on this beloved Shawshank, I think this one is the most underrated and deserves the most credit as we move forward as a human species. I want people to rediscover this movie and realize how fucking good it is. Yep. Mystery, 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 mystery guest. Mystery guest. Mystery guest. Mystery guest. TJ. Sydney, relax. Have a glass of milk. Have a sandwich. Do some fucking thing. <laughs> have a fucking cream soda. <laughs> one so one final note on Midnight Run. Yeah. It was on. It's. It, I think it's been on cable or whatever because I, I, it was on. I watched it the mm. other day. Um, not the only way it doesn't hold up well is with uh, concussions because Marvin, uh, who Marvin, <laughs> yeah. what Dorfman is that his yeah. name? The guy who played Taggart Dorfla. in. in, in he gets knocked out four times yeah, yeah. unconscious in the movie, and it's that great movie trope: uh, just a, a swift slug <laughs> to the to the cranium knocks you out cold, cold yeah. for about three hours, and then you wake up with a mild headache and you yes. move on with your life. Yeah, yes. he doesn't. There's no protocol. He doesn't go to the little blue tent. No. Nothing. Yeah, what nope. are you? 
think about it a while. He just punches the guy. And he's out. Like, all right. All right. I promise. Right. By the next time we all get together and record, I will have rewatched that movie. And I know it's... no one in my house is going to want to watch it with me. Hey Sawyer, sit down. You want to watch Midnight Run? <laughs> oh, great! Another crime. Great. All right, Nick. What's your number seven? My number seven, I told you, an Arnold Schwarzenegger swear would mm -hmm. appear once again on this list, mm -hmm. and it's like the first, like one of the first lines he utters in this particular movie. It's one of the only lines, and when you have so few lines, they need to be delivered to great effect, and it's a swear, and it's perfect, and it's simple and short, and well. Hey, buddy. Got a dead cat in there or what? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That could be number one. You can hear it scanning uh, through the uh -huh. as the T eight hundred goes through all the different uh, things that should say, uh -huh. and then it picks it. And the way he delivers it, it's so Austrian, it's, it's so robotic, and it is so Arnold. And I remember at That's age a good pull. Great at pull, age ten yeah. when I saw that, I was like that. I was laughed out loud in the yeah, theater. Yeah, we used to say that all the time in high school to each other, like <laughs> in that case. And then I sneezed, yeah. and movie butter came out of my nose because I was so fat. <laughs> all right, I, Georgie. <laughs> Wait, did, what's your number seven? Did one of the M&Ms that you mixed in with your popcorn come out too? What do you have against putting candy in popcorn? It's weird. No, it's not. I pee in the shower and I put candy in my popcorn. God, I don't miss our show. <laughs> you know, one of a... Uh... I tried that recently, Nick. Skittles and popcorn. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. All of it ever... works. Yeah, yeah. Twizzlers and popcorn. M&Ms. M&Ms. Yeah. All of it works. M&Ms. Reese's Pieces in popcorn, as good as I'm, sex. I love dick in popcorn. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go to our sponsor. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm literally rooting for ISIS for the first time in my life right now. <laughs> we sorry, don't deserve that. Sorry, get rid of them, Marty. <laughs> They're all gone. All right, Kip, give us your number seven. Best person for Puerto Rico. Here. Get rid I, of them. I always loved Funny Tom Hanks. Funny Tom Hanks was mm. one, you know, my favorite version of Tom Hanks when uh, Nick and I used to work in the movie theater where we'd, uh, you know, Put putting M and M's out of his nostrils. Uh, our favorite movie was A League of Their Own. And oh. He had one of the best rants. Say, Evelyn, can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Which team do you play for? Well, I I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hanks yelling is like the greatest thing ever. Love it. it really Jimmy is. Dugan. Tom Hanks is Jimmy Dugan. Great. I don't know. I, that one. Based I, on. I, 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 I got to rewatch. I remember that swear. That like when I think of like great lines from him in the movie. Obviously, it's you know no crying in baseball. Yeah. And then. Uh, not even a great line, but rather the way he autographs the baseball, <laughs> avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kisses the stewardess yeah. on the chair. That one always stuck out for me, because really? I like saying that to my kids. Mystery guest. Mystery guest. Rogers Hornsby called me a pile of shit <laughs> in front of my parents. No. Are you crying? Oh. Are you crying? <laughs> There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. <laughs> Rogers Hornsby was my manager, and he called me a talking pile of pig shit. And that was when my parents drove all the way down from Michigan to see me play the game. And did I cry? No, no. No, no. And you know why? No. Because there's no crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. Oh, I gotta okay. rewatch that movie. Right. Now, can yeah. we? Now, let's just go ahead beyond the top forty swears in movie history. Is that one of the top 20 lines in movie history? Yeah, no that has stuck. There's no crying in baseball? That has stuck. That's that, true. That is a, like, that's yeah, like, we culture. all say it, we all know it, we all use it. Two or and three. we co opt it, and then we use it in different ways, too. Mm -hmm. There's no crying in, well, you know, the bedroom or the. Yeah, checkers. <laughs> <laughs> There's no crying in the bedroom? <laughs> Oh. Say it's definitely top I'm two or three sports. I, I, I would say so. Nick, too. I'm doing it wrong then. I'll make it. Because there are tears every time. I'm talking sobs. Sobbing. Now he gets emotional. Violent sobbing every time I make love. <laughs> oh, you like I love. said, maybe they canceled the right AAF. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, my number seven comes mm -hmm. from uh it's actually kind of Maddie's. 
book when <clears throat> earlier in this podcast mm-hmm. than it is right now. Uh, kind of more of a, uh, a a real kind of use of a swear in a movie. From this one's from All the President's Men. Nobody gives a shit. Not right, well, <laughs> of context nice. there, but. Uh, the idea Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> David, with, line, well, David like... with the line burn back. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> Save that drop. So, yeah. no, this is, I mean, all the president's men, obviously, the story about the Washington Post and Watergate, and Jason Robards is playing Ben Bradley, the uh, Washington Post uh, editor. And, you know, these guys, they're killing themselves. They're running out there. They're not making any money trying to break this wild story about the president and what's happened. And, you know, his line is, you know, the results of the latest Gallup poll, half the country's never even heard of Watergate. They're mm. killing themselves. And he just goes, nobody gives a shit. And wow. then he tells them to go home for 15 minutes, relax, and get back out and do it some more. And it's just, it's the end of the movie. Mm. Because after that, it goes right back into the Washington Post. It's their, how hard they're working, and it's just, and then in the background, you see the, the teletype that Nixon resigns and all this other stuff has happened. So but great. Always stuck with me. I love that one. Say, Nick, do you know that I'm friends with uh, Jason Robard's son, Jake? That's Nobody it. gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to number six. Maddie, what do you got for number six? Well, I don't want to end on a bummer, uh, but Nick, you know better mm-hmm. than anyone how I'm always moved by incredible performances. And I just wish I had been a consultant on this film so I could have stopped him from doing the bad accent. If you can just get over the bad accent, this is one of my favorite moments in film history. Great use of an F-bomb in a scene that I've seen 10,000 times, and every time I see it, I get a huge lump in my throat, uh, the late Robin Williams. No one could possibly understand the depths of you, but you presume to know everything about me because you saw a painting of mine. You ripped my fucking life apart. (sighs) Right? I yeah, mean, I, so I, 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 I remember seeing that, didn't expect that word from him in that moment, and I just, I love that scene. That scene is that movie, you know? Mm. Everyone always references the, um, it's not your fault, it's not your fault, and he cries. And that's a great Oscar grab for, for Matt Damon. It's a wonderful scene, but that's the scene to me. Sitting in the water when he puts him in his fucking place, I love that scene. Well, I think you're right. I mean, clearly, you know, the Boston accent's kind of It's rough. Painful. It's rough. He but, actually says Boston. But... You've been living in Boston all your life. Can con. But oh. dropping an F-bomb in that situation is very Boston. Wicked. Very Boston. They, um... They made that a memorial, that bench where he sat on when, after yes. he passed. Yes. They made it a memorial to Robin Williams. Yes. Uh, let's move on to uh, Nick's number six. What do you got, Nick? All right, coming in at number six, my last swear here in the first podcast about Grace Wears on podcast. Uh, I mean, again, Joe Pesci, two times wow. on my list. Wow. But come on. And I know this. Uh, th- another movie from this series is likely to appear, perhaps, Maddie, as a teaser into the next episode. Yeah. Uh, this is from the second movie, which is still great. Um, everyone's favorite line from this movie is diplomatic immunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think your other favorite line has to be the rant that this character, Leo Getz, goes on as soon as Riggs and Murtom even. A friendly piece of advice, okay? Don't ever go up to the drive-thru, okay? Always walk up to the counter. You know why? Okay, okay, okay. Tell me, tell me. Okay. <laughs> they fuck you at the drive-thru, okay? They fuck you at the drive-thru. They know you're going to be miles away before you find out you got fucked, okay? They know you're not going to turn around and go back. So they don't care who gets fucked. Oh, Leo Getz. Okay, sure. I don't give a fuck. I'm not eating this tuna, okay? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> that is a great so on my list. I love it. So good. So good. <laughs> love it. Uh, Kip, what's your number six? Uh, number six for me is from the funniest movie of the past 20 years to everyone in this room except for Uncle Buck. Oh, God. It's it. from the great anchor man, and, you know, it's pretty easy. After the photo mat was destroyed, <laughs> the bear scampered back into the woods. Apparently, he wasn't too happy with his color prints. <laughs> <laughs> From the entire Channel 4 News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. What's great about it is he doesn't realize he said it. Right. He's like, I think that show went pretty well. Sh- great show, yeah, guys. Great show. And then the little preamble before they do the, the, the cute little anchor laugh. <laughs> Everything's all nice and perfect. Put it, but Burgundy, put anything in the prompter. Burgundy will say anything. <laughs> Then uh, he goes up I'm to Ron Burgundy. He goes up to Fred Willard <laughs> and he goes, "I'm gonna have to fire you, Ron." <laughs> Ron goes, "I'm gonna have to fire you, Ed." Beep, uh, boop, boop, you're fired. It's so great. I'm gonna fire you, Ed. Uh, yeah, get out of here. You're fired. Oh my oh, god. Great. Will Ferrell. Oh man, imagine that. Seventy-five percent of this podcast thinks that movie's funny. Oh, 
It's oh, actually probably higher than fuck. that. Fuck. We all have our blind spots. Not Christmas vacation. Oh. If you're going to compare oh, Christmas vacation to Anchorman, I say you step down, good sir. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, the great Lebowski. All right, let's... Uh, the great Lebowski! Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you absolute <laughs> nimrod! What are you, uh, Linus? I'm waiting for you, great Thank Lebowski. Thank you. Thank you. Here's Get my theme music. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, right, before we wrap up, here's my final pick. This one's from Risky Business. Joel, you want to know something? What? Every now and then, say what the fuck. What the fuck gives you freedom? Freedom brings opportunity. Opportunity makes your future. Great call. Fantastic. Great call. I forgot great line. About that one. And great as read by, thank you, the great Curtis Armstrong. One hey, of my Buck, that's another one that uh, we've, so far we've got three. Snakes on the mother- motherfucking plane. Um, what was the other one that we said? Oh, uh, what was the other one we said that kind of transcended into pop culture? Uh, oh, uh, no crying in baseball. No crying oh, in baseball, right. It wasn't yeah. a swear, but yes. And that's another one. I think we forget how incredible that line was in culture at the time, you know, we lived through that. You sure? I'm, I'm a little yeah. older than you, I think. But uh, sometimes you just gotta say what the fuck was. Everyone was saying that right at that it's time. It was a bumper sticker. It yeah, it yeah. became. A, it became. A, it was like you know. I think. I think Stallone uh, go for it in Rocky Three. Right. Go for it. Yeah. Was like but it sums around up the same that time. age, like, that time period. You're yeah, exactly. High school, you're finishing up. You're trying to figure out what your next yes. thing is, and you just got to take a chance. That's well, that was the the movie's theme. And uh, sorry, producer mm. Dave chiming in here to identify myself. But um, I'm a little older than you guys. But that movie, as a teen, I so identified it because he wanted to do everything right in high school to make sure he didn't ruin his future. That was the whole thing. And he right. has the dream sequence where he finally goes for it with the babysitter, and the babysitter's dad shows up on the lawn with the megaphone going, Joel, get off the babysitter. You remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, um, and so that was, uh, you know, the whole thing. And then he's got the the, the other little devil on his shoulder, mm. uh, his friend Miles, saying, say what the fuck, and eventually he does. And that's how he gets <laughs> the And job. hilarity ensues. It's, it's right. yes. Red pill or whatever pill. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, definitely rewatch Risky Business if you forget that. Let's talk about, guys, before we uh, wrap up our uh, first mm-hmm. part of these two-parter, what we were Shawshanked by this week. Maddie, kick it off. Um, I was shashanked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which one Shawshank. did you want me to lead with? What's that? Which one did you want me to lead with? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'd say do, this. do the highwayman. Okay, great. Yeah. Shawshanked. Well, this week I was shashanked by a <laughs> film that I watched with my beloved Yoko. There's not much we agree upon, especially in terms of watching things mm-hmm. or child rearing or sex or food. <laughs> Or speaking, or communication. Take your time. Or finances, or religion. Mm -hmm. She sounds like an amazing person. Oh wait, wait! Before you finish that, we have Uh to play uh, "Rape Me" by Nirvana. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I thought it was wrong station. I thought it was back on AM. Wrong station. I'm sorry. Please continue. Please continue. (laughs) So, uh, but we watched this movie, "The Highwayman," and it's Kevin Costner. Loved it. My man crush on Kevin Costner just grows with every decade. And uh, Woody Harrelson's fantastic in it. It's the true story chronicling the two lead detectives. They're Texas Rangers, former Texas Rangers. They're beyond. Oh, is it a true story about detectives? And they they they're the two guys who basically finally caught Bonnie and Clyde. They were Texas Rangers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Time is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah, nice. They didn't just well, catch. They, they didn't just catch them. They shot the shit out of them. <laughs> So anyway, it, it, but what's brilliant about it, one little, this isn't really a spoiler, but it's from their perspective. It's not the Bonnie and Clyde story. In fact, you don't even see Bonnie and Clyde until basically the end. It's these two cops and their journey, mm-hmm. and it is an A+. Plus for as, as Mystery Guest says, when you do the streaming matrix, mm-hmm. you know, of, of it's not made for a theater, it's made for a streaming service. When you, when you factor that in, right. it's an A+. Plus. I think Kevin Costner is just like we were saying when we were texting about it the couple nights ago, Kevin Costner is at his best when he doesn't have to say anything. Yes. Damn it. Yes. The Kev- he yes. Or has very little to say. Yes. My favorite Kevin Costner movies are all the ones where he is stoic and yes. doesn't say much and just looks goddamn handsome. He's so good And at then it. raises a pistol. He really He's is so good, good in Dances with Wolves. Uh-huh. He is so good in Open Range. Uh-huh. He's super sexy and doesn't do much except have sex with Madeline Stowe in Revenge. He's so friggin' good in this movie, too. And he's great in A Perfect World. 
Another yeah, movie. Uh, underrated. Beautiful Clint movie. Eastwood. Wildly Eastwood underrated strong. movie. Again, doesn't say much. Yeah. Just handsome. Can I do my imitation of him in Revenge? With sure. Them? Okay. This is Anthony Quinn and, and Kevin Costner. I've worked on this for years. And now you must ask my forgiveness. Forgive me, Tibby. Thank you. That was awesome. Thank wow. Oh, thank you. Wow. Tiburone. His name was the Tiburone, right? The the shark. Is Anthony it, is Quinn. This, is this the part where we uh, talk about what we talked about, which is all the Kevin Costner porn <laughs> names? There was a lot of films, them. right? Because it? Maddie would love to perform oral sex on Kevin Costner oh, if I, it'll I, deliver another great performance. Before he even got through asking me, I'd be <laughs> going to town. I found that text thread offensive. Oh, oh, fair enough. All right, why don't we Nick move on to me? Yep. We missed. Okay. All right, there we go. It's Costner, man. I know. All right, Nick, uh, Shawshank by this week. Shawshank. I was Shawshanked by. I had heard uh, on one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the NPR Pop Culture Happy Hour, they did it, overlooked movies in 2018, and two of them they thought were comedies. One, you guys all told me to watch, which I thought was okay. Game Night with Love Jason Bateman movie. and Rachel McAdams. Mr. Yes. Jesse Plemons. I liked. I liked it. I liked ish it. I liked ish it. Yeah. But and they said the other one was Blockers, which had Leslie Mann, John Cena. And Ike Barinholtz. And the other night, we were looking for something to watch. Streamed it. Could not believe how funny it wow. was. It was... What's the it, log line on that, blockers? What's the... Three what's parents the, that are friends because their kids are all of the same age and they're in the same carpool, soccer it. team, whatever. It's prom, Three right? girls, and they're all on prom night. They decide to make, like, a pact. They're all going to lose their virginity on the same night together. And then there's And the parents find out... Oh. When the snakes on the plane say, <laughs> go get your shine box, asshole. <laughs> so, Nick, holy shit, it's Attack of the, the Monster. The, the name of the movie's Blockers, but there's mm -hmm. a cute little rooster in mm -hmm. front of rooster, the Blockers. Exactly. In so case the, the so message was, was lost and, and, anyway. Rooster Blockers. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, I, so far. I don't get it. And, so, and just like I oh, used to say I to you, all, like I said I on the radio it. show. Okay. Rhymes with cock. What? <laughs> That's a drop right there. Smock blockers. Right, exactly. That's it. Smock blockers. They're art students. Spock blockers. So, like I used to say to you on the radio show about how I thought one day, like iMessage on a laptop was going to get someone Please like Please kill me divorced. and get me out of the studio. <laughs> Please kill me. No Why idea did I say yes to this? I was so happy in Brooklyn. I made so much more money. No, it was... So the parents find out because they're texting and they see the iMessage open on, on uh, Apple. Okay, okay. So, blah, George, blah, blah, blah. what were you shocked Super, It's <laughs> super, super, super funny. John Cena is surprisingly funny. All right, I'm in. Leslie Mann's good. Ike Barinholtz, who played the evil Ukrainian or Russian pitcher He's eastbound and down. Yeah. He is hilarious right, in this in. movie. Sneaky funny. Great Saturday night pizza and beer with your other half kind of movie. Rooster blockers. I've got the taste of one of those males in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you, David. What in the rolling fuck was yeah. that? That was Nick Stevens, everybody. So I was Shawshanked. My ringtone, Shawshanked. Maybe my favorite football player, not named Tom Brady, retired this week, and I was Shawshanked watching Gronkowski highlights over the past oh, nine wow. years, and uh, and just you know, you go on YouTube and you and you watch some Gronk, and I loved every single second of the Gronkowski era, and. You know, sorry, I don't have any cute stories, but uh, <laughs> but I'm real. I'm, I'm a real person. All right, Kip, thank <laughs> you. Shawshank. Shawshank. Wow. Yeah. Shawshank. Just, uh, Again, that was just. <laughs> it's a tiny monster. Rich and compelling. Yeah. <sighs> fucking hate you. <laughs> There's your swear from the Kip uh, movie. All right, um, so Kip masturbated to Gronk. What did you get, Buck? Uh, <laughs> so I was rushing today, in fact, by the Avengers ticket release. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if you guys noticed this. So no. Avengers tickets went on sale, I think, around 9 o'clock this morning. Mm -hmm. uh, I went on uh, my local theater that I would have gone, and there was no tickets available. Went to Framingham. I was in a, put in a waiting room for an hour. A virtual waiting a virtual room, waiting or real? And you got this fucked. A, but this is a movie theater. You, you go, you go to most of these uh, ticket things. And you're trying to buy tickets or something, yep. concert tickets or something. You yeah. put in a waiting room. It's an eighty thousand, sixty thousand foot uh, seat stadium. Yeah, this, these theaters are like eighty seats, and you know you put into an hour long. There's so thing. many, and they're trying to process so many. There's right. such an intense demand. So I, I cancel out right. of that theater, and I go to a theater that's less popular these days in Westboro. 
there's it's a three minute wait, I, and I get my tickets. This is but online. It, yes, right, but it's become right. a huge story. It was all over Twitter, all over the news that these tickets blew up so fast, so quickly. It was shut, like the internet was crashing, wow. and I've just never seen anything like this. I'm just wondering what's the next step because I mean, if you took this and, and moved it into on demand, maybe at home, like almost yeah, pay per view, yeah, yeah. did like fifty dollar pay per view. Well, you know what's cool about that, Buck, is that, you know, because I love, as Nick and I had talked about on our show all the time, um, all superhero those years, movies. <laughs> all those years uh, beating the streets in New York City, Nick and I both grew to love going to a, a theater, a movie theater alone to see a movie. Right. And, and whether alone or not doesn't matter, but I love that that speaks to the fact of this, you know, Rumors of the death of the in-theater movie well, have been greatly exaggerated. Well, but think you know about I mean? Spielberg talking about he doesn't want Netflix films to eligible be for Oscars. For right. Oscars. Uh, so maybe this is the type of thing that kind of revitalizes well, that's the That's good theater. to hear. It's great that people want to go <laughs> back we to need the to play. We need to play that every time you say Netflix. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's good to hear. I said it myself. That's good to hear that that many people <laughs> are that fired up to go have a theater experience with what they connect with. Like, you nerds. I'll connect with that nerd shit. Excuse me, turbo, turbo nerds. Turbo nerds, thank turbo you. Uh, so, but that's good to hear that you guys are all like, get me to, th- I want to see that in the theater. And there I need to see I it before spoilers. I have to see theater. it on a big screen. Right. And I need to go, like, I, t- I texted you guys that line today when I saw that new trailer. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Mm. I eggplant emoji all over the kitchen when I saw that. <laughs> oh my god. Like, And yeah. they're all just walking in those infinity suits or whatever. Time to give it everything we got. And Chris Evans and his giant chest is looking so fucking handsome and Robert Downey Jr. is so awesome and I'm just like, I have to go. And then you hear those notes. Bum, 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 bum. I'm not even an Avengers guy and I cannot effing wait to see this movie. I would make fun of you, but I just said I'd blow Kevin Costner. <laughs> and on that, we're going to wrap this one All right. Uh, episode I don't have a leg to stand on. Three, uh, part one of our uh, two-parter here, uh, Greatest Swears in Movies. Uh, as we wrap up here, Nick, where can you find us? That's uh, at the Maddie Blake. This is Georgie at the other Pats fan. I'm at Ahoy Nick Stevens or Fitzy GFY if you like inappropriate sports talk. You are at Uncle Buck WAF. And, of course, this has all been brought to you by the good people at Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network at Pod 617. All right. Before we wrap up, Jerry Thornton, we love you. And we will see you wherever you, you are next time. Wherever, you, wherever you are, Jerry, we love you. Shawshank. I love dick and popcorn. <laughs>